0: brother um, this is uh, the dispensation of grace Uh, I don't uh, I don't really like to call it dispensation of grace I like to call it the church age because grace has been all throughout the Bible Um, but uh, for dispensations you know this is the dispensation of grace and and, for this dispensation, we need to figure out when the body of Christ started. Some say that it started with uh, with Christ's uh, earthly ministry, uh, but that would mean that the church, the body of Christ, would go through the tribulation period some say the body of Christ started in Acts 2 where the people were first filled with the Holy Ghost and yet others say that the body of Christ started in Acts 9 or Acts 18 acts 28 um, with the Apostle Paul does would mean that nobody until the Apostle Paul was in the body of Christ okay but look at 2nd Corinthians 517 brother 2nd Corinthians 517 this is a very familiar verse 2nd Corinthians 517 therefore if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Now I I don't know, brother, if you've if you've heard me say in uh, in, in my preaching um, before uh, about this verse that uh, on my second ship that I was on. No, I take that back. My last ship. My third ship. Um. I was doing bible studies we were out at sea and i was doing bible studies uh with some people that uh, that i worked with and, and um one bible study i did was on this verse 2 corinthians five seventeen. and uh when i read therefore if any man be in christ he is a new creature this guy got up out of his chair and he yelled at me and he said I am not a new creature. Or I am not a creature is what he said. And he stormed out and never come back to any Bible studies that I ever had. Well, but that's not what that means. It's not, a creature there is not animal. Right. You know, but, but he was pretty upset and pretty mad at me. You know, but uh, but now uh, look at uh, look what uh, Paul says in Romans sixteen seven. Remember, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Now, Romans sixteen seven. Salute Andronicus and Junia, my kinsmen. And my fellow prisoners who are of note among the apostles, who also were in Christ before me. All right, so notice also in that verse, brother, um let's see, who are note among the apostles. I was I was reading uh, dr. Ruckman's commentary you know and uh, he said that um, some of the Apostles I, I forget which Apostles he named uh, like I think John and Peter maybe uh, and he said that they were in Christ maybe after the cross but before the cross they they were not they were not in the body of Christ by of Christ and not even started so I don't know but first uh, 1 Corinthians 1522 first 1 Corinthians 1522 For as in Adam, all die; even so in Christ, shall all be made alive. Now listen to this, brother. Um, Notice that verse. For as in Adam, so there's there's only two kinds of people in this world. They're either in Adam or they're in Christ. Right. So now if you If you go to uh, Genesis we don't have to go there but if you go to Genesis chapter five you're gonna see the genealogy of of uh, Adam and uh, you're gonna see some some uh, some folks listed there and you're gonna see and he died and he died and he died and he died but if you go over to uh, Matthew chapter 1 you're gonna see the genealogy of Christ and not one time will you see and he died and he died and he died and why is that for as in Adam all die even so in Christ shall all be made alive how about that brother
1: <laughs> that's good That's
0: good. See, this King James Bible is alive brother uh-huh. Uh. So the only place that the body of Christ, the church, could have started is in Acts 2. It, it was, it was uh, instituted at the cross. The New Testament started at the death of Christ, the testator. The church uh, was instituted at the cross, but put into effect in Acts 2. And remember that Paul even persecuted the church. All right, so he was actually in charge of the stoning of Stephen when he was Saul. The Bible even mentions that he was there. So now what we have in Acts 2. Is Peter preaching to the Jews? Um, but even though the body of Christ, the church had started at that time, they did not know it. It was in mystery form and not revealed to them. All right, so look at Ephesians 3. Ephesians chapter 3 and let's see this is um, this is pretty long brother so um, how about we do this it's 12 verses from um, from verse 1 to verse 12 so I, I will read six and you can read six verses how about that
1: That sounds pretty good brother
0: okay Starting in verse 1, for this cause I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, if you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given me to you word. Now, some say, you know, dispensation of grace, right? They think it's a period of time, but it's not. The dispensation of grace that the Apostle Paul is talking about is that you know he had special revelations from Christ himself he was he was caught up to the third heaven and given special revelations by Christ okay and so so Christ dispensed that grace God's grace to the Apostle Paul to minister or dispense to others if ye have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given me to you, word, okay, in verse 3, how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in few words, whereby when you read, ye read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men See that Hmm. and is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit so This the Holy Spirit is the one that revealed the body of Christ But he revealed it through the Apostle Paul now verse 6 that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel all right now verse 7 go ahead so,
1: brother this is whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power Unto me, who am less and the least of all saints, is this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ, to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in, heaven, in, in heavenly places might be might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of god according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in christ jesus our lord in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him
0: amen so this body of christ the church it was not Revealed uh, to them in Acts two, so they had no idea about it, and so they were still doing Jewish things in in the church. You know, Acts Acts two thirty eight, right? They were still doing that. Mm-hmm. And water baptism today, you know, has No saving power to it, right? So that that was for the Jews. Uh, So now we have uh, Paul being saved on the road to Damascus, and Christ chooses him to be the apostle to the Gentiles. Uh, Look at uh, Acts. Nine, we're going to go to a couple places here acts 9 is where the Apostle Paul got saved on the road to Damascus and Then acts 26. He's going to give a testimony about that. So go to acts 9 Acts 9 verses one to nine. Let me know when you're there, brother. I'm there. I'm there. Okay. And Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest and desired of him letters to Damascus to the synagogues that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women he might bring them bound unto jerusalem and as he journeyed he came near damascus and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven and he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him saul saul why persecutest thou me now i'm gonna i'm gonna stop right there a minute because i i wanna i wanna say something about verse 4. uh notice what christ asked Saul, here, why persecutest thou me? The apostle Paul was uh, putting Christians in prison, you know, and things like that. He was persecuting them, but in actuality, he was not persecuting those people, he was persecuting Christ. All right, so, so when we suffer reproach from Somebody and and we we talked about that earlier. We chatted about that earlier. Uh, if we suffer reproach because of Christ by somebody, right? It's really not us that that uh, they are persecuting. They're persecuting Christ. Right. So so really and truly, that is between them and God. So we should not be worried about that. Alright, now verse 5. And he said, listen to what the Apostle Paul asked him. And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. So, the Lord was, was dealing with Saul over a period of time about him uh, you know putting Christians in prison and things like that and it is hard for thee to kick against the pricks God was dealing with his heart about it about what he was doing In verse 6 and he trembled and, and he trembling and astonished said Lord what wilt thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. And the men which journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no man. And Saul arose from the earth, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no man, but they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. And he was there three days. Without sight and neither did eat nor drink. Now, Acts 26, and you're gonna see the Apostle Paul giving a testimony about this. And you can read that, brother. Uh, Acts 26, verses 13 to 18.
1: Okay, it says, "At At midday, O king. I saw in the way a light from heaven above the brightness of the sun shining round about me and then which journeyed with me. And when, and and when we were all fallen to the earth, I heard a voice speaking unto me and saying in the Hebrew tongue, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And I said, who art thou Lord? And he said i am jesus whom thou persecutest but rise and stand upon thy feet for i have appeared unto thee for this purpose to make thee a minister and they witness both of these things, things which thou hast seen and of those things and and into and and which i will appear unto thee delivering thee from, from the, the people and from and the, the gentiles, gentiles unto whom now i send thee to open, open their, their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan of God, that they may, that they may receive forgiveness of sins,
0: and their inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith. That is in me. Amen. So now you're going to notice uh, in um, in verse 17, the Lord is sending Paul. To the Gentiles he's the apostle to the Gentiles in verse 18 uh, you're going to see uh, that they may receive forgiveness of sins now I have uh, heard that you know people say that every man's sins in this church age are forgiven you know after the cross You know, every man's sins are forgiven, but verse 18 says that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. All right, Christ did everything for someone to be saved. But forgiveness of sins is not given until a person accepts that free gift of salvation in this church age. All right, and so now because of the revelations, the special revelations that the Apostle Paul uh, received he was given a thorn in the flesh to buffet him All Right, and um, what I believe that that thorn in the flesh was was that Paul had trouble seeing he had eye trouble because I I can't remember where it's at in the Bible uh, but um, But the Apostle Paul says something about, um, how how does he say, Um, you would have given me your own eyes or something like that, something to that effect.
1: You'd pluck and give your own eyes and give them to me.
0: Yes, there you go, that one. So I believe that it was was, uh, eye problems that he had. All right, so now the Apostle Paul, we are to follow the Apostle Paul as he follows the Lord. 1 Corinthians 11 verse 1. First Corinthians 11 verse 1. Be ye followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. So, we follow Christ by following the Apostle Paul. But yet, there are folks that say, and I used to say it, they, they say, I follow no man but Christ. But there, the Apostle Paul is saying, follow me. Now, the, the perversions of God's word, they say, imitate me. But we have to remember that an imitation is a fake. And we never want to be fake Christians. All right, so we follow and not imitate. All right, and so now um, church age doctrines—they they come from the Pauline epistles, Romans to Philemon, but that does not mean that we throw all the the rest of the bible out and read and study only romans to philemon now we can get doctrines from other books of the bible but how we do that is whatever we find in another book we go back to the Pauline epistles and we see what the Apostle Paul has to say about it right? and if it matches the Apostle Paul then we can use it for doctrine if it doesn't then we throw it out okay all the Bible is for us and for our learning but not all the Bible is written to us the church look at Romans 15 verse 4 Romans 15 verse 4 and you can read that brother
1: okay. for whatsoever things were written aforetime time were written for our learning that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope amen
0: so so we see you know like in the Old Testament um, you know Christ's earthly ministry and so on we see how God dealt with the Jews and and um, you know how good he was to them you know and things like that and and so it gives us hope comfort and hope from the scriptures but that um, a lot of that does not apply doctrinally to the church all right so dispensation of grace what is grace grace is unmerited favor and is given freely by God and it has no end so grace is getting something that we do not deserve And grace is given to those who fully depend on Christ and what he did on the cross of Calvary. And it cannot be earned. You know, Christ's death, burial, resurrection, you know, his precious shed blood, sufficient. God's grace is sufficient remember that thorn in the flesh the apostle paul asked the lord thrice to take that thorn in the flesh away from him and what did the lord say (laughs) my grace is sufficient amen and we are justified we are justified freely by his grace Romans three twenty four and let's read twenty three also twenty three and twenty four for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And then verse twenty four being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Praise God. And because of that grace, we have access to God. Ourselves. We don't need to go to a priest or anybody we have access to God amen now mercy mercy is not getting something that we deserve and you know brother the only thing that we deserve is to die and go to hell but thank God for his grace and his mercy now God's grace has always existed but God distributes his grace differently in each dispensation all right now in the in the old testament they were saved by grace plus works an old testament salvation grace plus works their works had to demonstrate their faith i should say i should say faith plus works not grace plus works my fault with that But faith plus works. Their works had to demonstrate their faith. Like Abraham. Abraham um, was found righteous by believing and trusting God. But he was not justified until he sacrificed Isaac. All right, now look at Deuteronomy chapter 6. But but we in this church age, let me mention, we in this church age, all right, we, are, we are found righteous, or we get the righteousness of Christ through God, and we are justified at the same time as our salvation. Amen? Amen. All right, so now Deuteronomy chapter 6. Let me let me get there. Deuteronomy chapter six, verses twenty four and twenty five. You want to read that, brother? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it says it will ordain and establish
1: all these statues. It's superior to the Lord, Lord our God, for I write it down always, that He, he must preserve us, serve us alive, as set us up day. day. And, it shall, and it shall be, be our, our righteousness, righteousness. If we, did we deserve it to do all these commandments, commandments before the Lord, the Lord our God as, he as has, he has commanded us.
0: Yes, yeah, so they had to do. You know, in this church age, it's done. Christ did everything for us. All we need to do is believe. And trust and my camera froze <laughs> <laughs> oh my all right that's all right yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. all right so uh, in the in the Old Testament they could lose the Holy Spirit. Saul lost it in first Samuel sixteen fourteen. Samson lost it in Judges sixteen twenty and got it back in Judges sixteen twenty-eight to thirty. And a cross-reference for that would be Hebrews eleven thirty-two. You remember what um, Uh, King David said Take not thy Holy Spirit from me And so in the Old Testament the Old Testament Saints when they died they went to Abraham's bosom And you'll see that in Luke 20 uh, Luke 16 verse 22 Luke sixteen twenty two and let's let's go nineteen to twenty two and there was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple purple is a symbol of royalty and fine linen, and fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate full of sores, and desired to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. In verse 22 And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. See a difference there? <laughs> The beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. So Abraham's bosom is a compartment of hell. And uh, that's where the Old Testament saints went to await their uh, resurrection. Uh, And uh, hell has literal gates and bars. But... Even though they were in gates and bars, in Abraham's bosom, they did not suffer. And so those gates and bars that are in Luke 16, those are literal gates and bars. It's not uh, influence. It's not the influence of hell. It's literal gates and bars. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it all right so uh, Adam was made without sin and and um, but he lost the image of God uh, when he deliberately disobeyed God all right and so uh, Christ the second Adam died on the cross you know shed his blood Died a cruel, horrible death, was buried, and rose again the third day. And the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ found in 1 Corinthians 15, uh, 1-4. It is sufficient to save in in this uh, church age. There is nothing that anybody can do to save themselves. Alright look at uh, Ephesians 2 verses 8 and 9 to start with Ephesians 2 verses 8 and 9 and this is for the church age Right, in the Pauline epistles, for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of your works is the gift of God. Uh, wait, for by grace are you saved through faith, and not of yourselves is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. All right, Amen. so, so um, it is God's grace. That saves us nothing that we do not of works as any man should boast it's free and we don't work for a gift and we don't work to keep it okay and then verse 10 tells us why we are saved for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works which God had before ordained that we should walk in them. All right, so we're saved to serve. We're saved to do good works for the Lord. Good works does not come before salvation in this church age. And and notice also in verse ten. Um, let's see for we are his workmanship created in in Christ Jesus unto good works which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them we should walk in good works should being the key word right. should should does not mean that you know it's a commandment To do good works there are folks that are saved by the grace of God but yet do nothing for the Lord maybe it's because of fear or or whatnot but they don't do anything but if they have put their faith and trust in Christ and his death burial and resurrection they are saved Good works is not always an indication of salvation And then at salvation We are predestinated to be conformed into the image of his dear son, Jesus Christ, amen And we're sealed until the day of Redemption Which is the rapture. Now, there's some that say that, you know, with predestination, God predestinates who he wants to go to hell and who he wants to be saved. And that is not the case. All right, we have we have a free will we're not robots amen so now for Israel the promises that God gave to Abraham for Israel they are all physical promises they had physical circumcision. And if if a person did not get physically circumcised, they were cut off. They were killed. But for us in this church age, right, we have spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Right? And we have spiritual circumcision amen so now this dispensation it uh, it starts in in Acts 2 goes all the way to Revelation chapter 4 verses one and two Alright, right so and and let's let's read that brother revelation chapter two or uh, revelation chapter four verses one and two you can read that brother if you like
1: okay after after this i looked and behold a door was opened in heaven and the first voice which i heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me which said come up hither and i will show thee things which must be hereafter and immediately i was in the spirit and behold a throne was set in heaven
0: and one sat on the throne all right okay so This is not the rapture, but John being a type of the church, this is a type and picture of the rapture. Amen. So one day brother, we will be with the Lord forever he's gonna come into those clouds and he's gonna call the church home by name and so we are not to be looking for signs in this church age you know I see a lot uh, on Facebook and things uh, you know here in the Philippines there's uh, there's a lot of earthquakes uh, there's uh, volcanoes uh, typhoons uh, and uh, I see on Facebook quite often you know a typhoon will come through or, or a volcano will erupt and and someone will post if you're not saved you need to get saved now because we are at the end of time the the Signs of the ends of the time are showing, you know, something to that effect. But in all actuality, we are not to be looking for signs. Not to be looking for blood moons and and volcanoes and, and typhoons and earthquakes and all this. But we are to be looking for that blessed hope looking for the Lord to come into those clouds to call us home. Amen. So, that is the dispensation of grace or the church age. We have one more dispensation to go. Right. And that is the uh the millennial kingdom. Yeah. Amen. So any uh anything to to add, brother?
1: Yeah, um <clears throat> yeah yeah, we were talking right there toward the beginning about Paul's thorn in the flesh. Yeah. And uh put up my concordance look it up its uh, Galatians 4 for the context I guess it' be verses 13 to 16. Mm-hmm. but right there in verse 15 it said uh, where is then the blessedness blessedness ye spake of since for I bear you record that if it had been possible you would have plucked out your own eyes and had given them to me and I I, 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 I too believe it that his thorn was his eyesight because he gave you know i didn't he didn't say it was his eyes he gave he gave the clear to it was like a clear indication right there telling him that that's what's wrong but he said you would give well because why else would he say you would give me your eyes if, it, if his right. eyes if perfectly fine? yes amen like i, like I agree alluded, brother he alluded he he just straight alluded to it like
0: yeah and and i i believe also too with that his eye trouble that he had had something to do with um, Acts nine, you know, when when Christ appeared to him, you know, and he saw that bright light, and he was blinded. Yeah,
1: on where he's led to in a nice house.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, thank God, brother, that that um, you know we are we're in this this church age you know and um, you know God's God's grace is sufficient I mean you know cuz like I mentioned earlier you know in the in the Old Testament you know they had to be physically circumcised and if if they weren't they were killed you know um, kids you know if they if they disobeyed their parents you know they were stoned to death. <laughs> My,
1: yeah, under the law, but anything, almost anything you did, you get stoned. Yeah.
0: <laughs> My, wow. So, so praise God for for the church age. know and and his grace and and his mercy brother my 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 (laughs) wow all right brother so